The following show is for informational purposes only. Individual situations may vary, and the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Angelos. Uh, it's great to be back with everybody this month. Our guest today is Brett Michener. Uh, Brett is a life coach. One of the things that I thought would be interesting this month, you know, in light of the fact that we've been now six months into this um, pandemic and, you know, dealing with the virus and, you know, the, you know, society and coming back to some level of normalcy. And so I thought it'd be a good idea to get a different type of a guest to just talk about a little bit of what we're thinking about. So Brett, welcome to our program today. So nice to have you with us. How are you? I'm doing great, Frank. Thanks for having me. Very good. So Brett, I, I know that you've been a life coach for a while. I know you work with individuals, you work with executives. Um, in light of what's gone on over the last six months, um, I know that life has changed for a lot of people. And for me, and you know, when I talk to people, um, we're starting to see you know, things coming back. We're seeing a little bit more of a sense of normalcy, but people are dealing with a lot of different issues. What are some of the things that you're typically seeing or people are sharing with you and some of the insights that we can get as takeaways? Yeah, absolutely. There's been quite a few changes and it really, there's, there's almost no industry that's not affected by this. And, and as you see of my, my new office here also doubles as my home, uh, which is the case for most people and trying to find quiet times to work and kids are at home. And usually my kids are behind me doing their schoolwork. Uh, but we've since moved out the desks, uh, at least two out of three in, in this household. But that's, that's part of the new normal for people. It's a completely different work condition. And with that comes, you know, new habits, new changes, new, you know, when your work environment changes drastically from what you're used to, it affects the way you do things. It affects your mind. It affects the way you can get into workflow and the quality of work and the productivity of work. All these things have, have dramatically adjusted for almost everybody, uh, unless you're on the front lines and, and you are those essential workers where you know, police, firefighters, et cetera, where they're still going to work, their lives at work haven't changed, but then they're coming home to where their roles within the home have changed. So when they're not working, it's part-time teacher and, you know, part-time cook and part-time this, where these role changes have been shifted for most family units as well. So there's a whole new set of distillation that needs to go on, a whole new set of rules and and roles that need to settle down and then get us back to what becomes the new normal for people. So, so it's interesting is my observation and, you know, because, you know, I went previously, you know, I would see 80 to 90% of my uh, clients in person to, you know, in 10 or 20%, we would do virtual. Now I'm the opposite, which is I see 80 to 90% of my people virtually and 10 to 20% I see in person. And one of the observations that I'm seeing is it, it, there is a new normal there. Um, for some of us, our level of productivity is higher. I see for some uh, people that I work with, um, they don't seem to get any time off or any time to recharge. And the reason being is if you've been working from home, it's kind of you wake up, you're kind of nonstop. And it's not like there comes a point in the day where you shut it off because you can just keep going. And so there's some people that I think are getting totally exhausted. Then there's some that are having a, a, some challenges over the last six months of adjusting to this new normal. Um, and there's a lot of distractions with regard to kids and family and, you know, 
Um, there's a lot going on. So, Brett, what is it that you can perhaps share with people to maybe get some balance? Because I think that that's probably one of the biggest challenges that we're seeing that people are having right now, which is how do they get some balance? You know, because it's not like they can go, hey, you know, what? we're just going to go to the movie theater and um, chill out or we're just going to hop on a plane and we're going on vacation for a couple of weeks. And, you know, you can fly down to Florida, but they ain't got a quarantine for a couple of weeks when you come back. <laughs> so what is it that, you know, you can do to get some balance in your life in light of what's gone on over the course of the last six months? Yeah, those are those are constant factors. Like you said, the, the day almost never ends. It doesn't have those defined boundaries for most people that it used to. You know, that, that 10, 15 minute decompression ride home from work where it's listening to music or it's the windows down, it's just listening to nothing and shifting in your mind, shifting from that work role to that father role, mother role, whatever that is at home. Those are those are very important little slices of our day that I think most people probably took for granted and finding that and carving out that those same little slivers is something I, I talk to my clients a lot about, you know, whether that's, I'm going to go put my headphones on, I'm going to take a 10 minute, 15 minute walk just to get out of the house, get out of that role, get out of everything and just give myself that time to transition to, you know, being mom, being dad, being teacher, being whatever you need to be in that role. You know, meditation is a great way to, to just take a five, 10 minute time out. And, you know, every one of us has some form of headphones or noise canceling device at this point to try to do that. Or even, again, you can go do that outside or, or go take a walk or just find, find those little slices within the day. But you have to schedule them because if you're going from 20 feet from your desk to your kitchen to make dinner, you lose those little slices that are, that were always there. They were forced to be there because you don't have to get in your car and drive home or drive to work or, or do whatever. So putting those things in your calendar is a big part of what I almost force my clients to do is let's schedule it. Here's where I need this time. And whether that's 5 PM, all right, 5 PM to 5 15, here's my 15 minute break before I get home and start dinner. So great, you know, Brett, as you're going through that, it's a great insight that uh, you're giving, which is so for many of us, um, you know, we work, you know, for me, I work by, you know, um, by time, you know, which is, you know, my day is pretty well scheduled from the time I wake up until I get home. And then I just, you know, kind of, you know, relax or calm down a little bit. But for people that don't work by appointment, by schedule, um, it sounds to me of what you're saying is, is that. Um, they had a routine or a schedule that, you know, before this virus hit um, was kind of automatic. They got up, they got things done, they were in the car, boom, boom, boom. And, and that was all happening. And when this has been go going on now for the last six months, all those things are freeing up a little bit, but we still have that sense. And now we're coming into the fall and people are starting to go, are we going to be going back to, you know, I can't be outside as much as I was. And, you know, I, I went out this morning for a run. It was under 50. And I was like, oh, it's a little different than it was. And so we're starting to see that. So it sounds to me of one of the things that you're uh, pointing out is maybe the whole idea of, you know, maybe uh, get a schedule, um, you know, maybe look at your timeframes and then start actually blocking off some times to do things and become intentional around your time. And the takeaway that I'm getting from you is really becoming intentionality, which is the same way we talk about intentionality around money and cash flow and what we're doing and being aware 
Um, it sounds to me of one of the big things that you're talking about is that with your time. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, 100%. There, there is a, a very simple equation I share with all my clients very early on, and that's self-discipline equals happiness. It's just that simple. The more you're scheduled, the more you're taking control of what it is that's going on in your life, the further out you can plan, even if that's just your daily schedule set for weeks in advance, that is going to give you the time. It's going to give you freedom. It's going to give you happiness because you have to have parameters. You have to set aside time for yourself. And if you don't schedule yourself, then the day will get away from you, right? That's everybody saying, well, the day got away from me. I can't believe it's 5 p.m. already. And now I'm going to make dinner and go to practice. And then the day's over and it's rolling into the next day. And that becomes the cycle for so many of us that you're just allowing those days to roll on, roll on, roll on. And you're never taking time for yourself. You're never attending to your own mental health, your own types of habits. And, you know, if you are the parent with kids at home, it is vital, absolutely vital that those kids are on a schedule. It's, you know, that level of discipline and there's countless pieces of research out there that just shows what a schedule can do and what a routine will do. And it is what your kids, as much as they'll fight you on it, it's what they're craving and it's what they need in their lives to give them some control, give them some semblance of, Hey, this is what I do. This is how I'm going to do it. And I know there's craziness going on there out in the world. I, there's actually nothing I can really do about that. I can only manage myself. So putting some parameters around that, setting a schedule, allowing yourself to live with some discipline will afford you the time to then take your timeouts, to take your mental breaks, to take your, whatever those things are that become those new habits for you, it allows you to put them in. If there is no schedule, then you say, well, I don't have time to do that. Well, sure, because you don't, you have no idea how much time you have because <laughs> you haven't planned out your day at all. You just know that you're just gonna triage things as they come and that, that quickly leads to burnout. A great insight. You know, it's like as you're doing, I'm a, I'm a person that um, visualizes things. So as I'm listening to you, you know, I'm kind of, in, you know, picturing, you know, I'm sitting here in my office today and it's like, you know, there's air in here. However, you know, I can, you know, if I didn't intentionally open my windows and put fresh air in, I can have any air, you know. And so our time does the same thing, which is from what you're, you're saying is, is if we don't plan our time, we're still going to get that 24 hours in a day, but it may have been a very unproductive day. It could have been exhausting. And, you know, we could have spent our day totally putting out fires and actually had no time to do some of the things that I needed to do or wanted to do because it was unscheduled. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I'm taking away from what you're saying, Brett, is the simplest way to um, get a new normal in your life that's going to make you happy is by putting structure in your life. And that's the takeaway that I'm getting from what you're, you're basically going through right now. Yeah. And if you want to, if you're looking to make changes and you don't like the way things are going or they're not anywhere near what your goals you set out for this year or this decade or whatever, or adulthood for that matter, then if you have a structure in place, it's easy to make changes because you've already done the hard work. You've already put a structure in place. So now it's plug and play. It's, hey, I'm going to take this thing out that I'm doing because this is not allowing me to get where I want to go. This is not allowing me to be productive. There is no self-discipline in this piece. So I'm going to take this out and I'm going to put another piece in there. 
that is going to afford me to get to my goals. You know, it's, it's the same thing that you do on a, as from a budgeting standpoint. Well, why is there a need for a structure? Well, it's because you can never get where you're going if you don't understand where you want to go and you don't put a roadmap in place in order to get there. Then you, you have, you can't sit there and throw up your hands and say, well, I never, I never got there. Well, yeah, well, you never had a map. You never had a, you had never had any place, any road to start walking down because you didn't, you didn't define it. So one of the things uh, that we work with a lot of our advisors, um, because, you know, in the industry that we're in is, um, and this goes for many of us now that our industries are looking similar, which is, you know, our time becomes ours, but we still got to be productive at what we do. What I do is I tend to uh, color code my schedule so that, you know, being a visual person, you know, it's like um, when I'm on yellow time, that's usually my time off to, you know, be with my family and my friends and to be, you know, it's me time. And then there's certain things at work, which are, you know, uh, busy work and paper filing and so forth. That's red time. It's, you know, red tape. And then when I'm in front of uh, clients and so forth, uh, that's my green time. It's productive. It's helpful to them. It's helpful to me. And it's uh, where I get the most enjoyment, you know, and in, in where I'm spending my time as far as a productive part of a day. Uh, Brett, are you speaking to people about things of that nature, which is, you know, um, you know, how to just kind of view time like that? Is that, you know, part of, you know, the structure that you're recommending? Yeah, and I use a very similar structure myself uh, because it is easy. You know, it is easy for the days to get away. Putting some form of structure in there, and typically it starts a, it starts a few steps back from that. I would love to start right there with people and say, okay, look, here's here's how you, here's another methodology, another process for you to start to take back some of your own time, and that's really is what happens over time is you start to gain back some of that time. You get more of your freedom because you're you're intentional about every single day. You're intentional about every block of time within your schedule and you realize very quickly by doing that that you can now plan out further and further because I now have control of my schedule. I'm not constantly putting out fires. I'm not playing the triage game, which again, it leads to burnout, whether that's work life or personal life. You're not, if you don't have that structure, you don't have the freedom that we all, that we all crave. There's, a million and one systems like that out there and processes. So I will typically, I'll, I'll hand somebody two or three different methodologies or two or different processes and see which one really kind of resonates with them. Or if they have something in place, great, all the better. Then, then it's usually tweaking it a little bit and getting them to think about things in just a little different manner. That if you have days that you're really excited about looking forward to, well, I want them on the schedule. If it's the summertime and, and, you know, I have another client of mine who has his own pool and loves to sit by the pool and then feels guilty about sitting out in, on a Wednesday in the middle of the afternoon. And I said, okay, well, look, if that's, if that's your time or you look ahead and say, that is going to be an 85 degree cloudless day. It's a perfect pool day. Then you put that in your schedule, then block it. Here you go. Here's my two hours. I'm taking a little longer lunch that day, but I'm going to make it up on one of my other days because that was a green day in this case. So where are those two other hours of green time going to come in? Can I populate them in on the rainy day <laughs> that I can see in the schedule? Well, absolutely you can. You can attain the same level of productivity over time, but you can't block, you can't take things in and out if you don't have the structure. 
if you don't have good habits and good self-discipline around it, those are things you can't do. Then you're just sitting out there by your pool, wasting your time. So, you know, it's interesting about a week ago, we had a guest speaker. Um, I know you were on that call with us and you know, one of the, you know, uh, comments that was made is we don't think about what we think about sometimes. And so, uh, the reality is, is, you know, as some of our uh, friends and clients that are listening to this uh, might be wondering, like, so where are they going with this? And, you know, uh, what we're really trying to help you to do is, you know, recognizing that we've been six months into a very different uh, time uh, that none of us has experienced before. Uh, there's a level of uncertainty out there with regard to, you know, what's occurred over the last six months. We went from early stage of this, I think we were dealing with fear, which is everybody, what is it? Uh, then we were dealing with concerns over, okay, uh, scarcity, um, can't get paper, can't get paper towels, and you know, everybody's like the <laughs> scarcity mentality. Uh, then what happens is we went from that scarcity to we had market volatility, we had fear again, okay? And then we've had, okay, what's the new normal going to look like? Uh, what's going on with this? And now we've got an election, and then we've had you know, hurricanes, and we've had, you know, it's, it's like we sit there and it's one thing after another, and so... Some people have had, you know, a year where it's like, I can't wait for this year to be gone. It's like, oh my gosh. And so our whole thing is to say, okay, so let's help you to get a new normal and to understand, let's think about what you're thinking about, which is how do you start to identify what do you want your life to look like going forward? And what Brett is sharing and what, thank you so much for bringing it up is we need to start looking at our time and putting some structure in place. Uh, and that's, you know, what it sounds like I'm hearing here. And then the other part of that, you know, is really thinking about what we're thinking about, which is um, it doesn't have to be Groundhog Day, you know, which is that old movie with Bill Murray, which is we just keep doing and keep doing and we don't have the ability to change. And so, Brett, I think what you're saying here is, is that we do have the ability to choose and to change. And one of the things that I thought was interesting in what you just said, and maybe you can repeat it again for us, which is that um, we thought many of us thought that we would be happy when we don't have to have structure. And what you just said was a little different than that. Maybe just repeat that again for us. Yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the ultimate fallacies that we think that, uh, you know, freedom is just something that we attain at some point in our lives and can, and can go willy nilly and do whatever we want at any given time. Um, but discipline equals freedom. There is just, you know, it's a very simple equation. The more self-discipline you have, the more happiness that you will have in your life. It is just, you know, it is just a fact. And I know for some people hearing that is, that seems counterintuitive, but there are countless, countless examples of how we, you would eventually sit down with me and I would ask you to divine, define success, define happiness. What does that really mean to you? And the more you do that, the more you think about what those things really mean, the more you would find that the path to that or those things and those definitions, regardless of whatever it is, is always through self-discipline. It is always with putting structure in place because the more efficient you can be in your work life, the sooner and more effectively you can get to those personal things in life that give you that really drive fulfillment. You can't get to them if you're constantly playing the triage game. You're constantly putting out fires all day because by the end of the day, all you can think about is how exhausted you are and you go to sleep. So you never read that great novel. You never wrote that great novel. You never took time to go to your kids' games. You never you know, did the volunteer work that you wanted to do because you were just so exhausted. 
And over time, that is something that uh, pretty quickly with my clients where I share that pretty early on in our coaching. And then quickly, it's like, oh, okay, well, I, I get what you're saying. now. I, I, I understand how that equation works. Very good. Great insight. So for our listeners, you've been listening to Brett Michener, uh, Life Coach. Uh, this has been Frank Congelos with Discovering Responsible Wealth. And it's been our pleasure to be with you this month and uh, just on a different topic. Brett, so thank you so much for being with us today. Great takeaways. Uh, Brett, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, um, get information and so forth, how would they go about doing that, by the way? Sure, so you can follow me on Instagram, hey, like everybody else. Uh, it's at Coach Brett, that's two T's, B-R-E-T-T, uh, 77. So at Coach Brett 77. Uh, or you can email me at Brett Michener, B-R-E-T-T-M-I-C-H-E-N-E-R, the number seven, at gmail.com. Very good. Thank you, Brett, so much uh, for your insights today. For all of our listeners and our friends and family and all part of CNA uh, group and the Institute of Responsible, we thank for being with us this month. Um, as you know, we start, you know, actually we're doing this. It's the first day of fall. Summer ended yesterday. Let's have a great fall. We look forward to connecting with you next month. Thank you. Have a great day. Advisors of the Institute of Responsible Wealth may be licensed for investment and insurance products. The Institute of Responsible Wealth is an educational division of CNA Financial Group. CNA Financial Group and its advisors are an agency or an agent of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Park Avenue Securities is a direct, wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. The Institute of Responsible Wealth and CNA Financial Group are not affiliates or subsidiaries of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. 2020 106080.